Welcome to episode number 149 of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast about, what else, video games. My name is Cole Ross, and I am your host for this evening, and I am joined via Skype today by... Dennis Furia. Ben Merkel. Thank you so much, fellas, for joining us. We are back in the saddle. You have my sincerest apologies for the upset in the schedule as of recent. Uh, that is all due to me and uh, rapid life changes, but... Uh, the uh, schedule for this show and for the other shows is going to be evening out, and uh, you can count on more weekly goodness from us uh, from this point forward for the foreseeable future. So what do we have in store for you today? Well, we're going to talk about what we've been playing. Um, I haven't been doing an awful lot, again, because of the aforementioned life changes. A little bit of something here, a little bit of something there. I know, Ben, you have uh, you have a bunch of stuff that you're going to mm -hmm. be talking about. You're, uh, mm -hmm. you're, you're bringing the ruckus, as, as it were. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, Dennis, I assume you're going to talk about SSX, which is cool. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I've accepted I actually, it. I actually have two other games that I've been playing. Oh, wow. So I've... I'm 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 mixing it up. I'm flipping it up. We must Harry not. <laughs> I, I, wait, I don't I don't know who Terry not is. Uh, okay, I'll, but, I'll, I'll leave that. But uh, based on what you guys said, we uh, we need to make haste because there's also going to be a little section at the end where we talk about what's been on our minds. So uh, let's uh, let's uh, make haste. Who has been the longest? You two were both on the previous episode, right? Yes, yes. you I think were. So. so let's. Uh, let, uh, Cole, though, you were notably absent. Um, yes, I was notably absent because I didn't. <laughs> well, do you want me to blow through my shit? Because like, there's really not a lot. Um, I mean, just it's nothing, nothing, nothing really groundbreaking, I guess. Nothing that I can say with a lot of insight. But let's let's call this coming attractions. Yeah, um, sure. First, wrapping up old business. I finished up the last window over uh, over this past weekend here. Um, that is that DS adventure game, visual novel type thing that I've been playing. That's the uh, sequel to uh, Hotel Dusk. Uh, the one where the characters look like that one, um, oh gosh, aha video, the take on me, the sketch <laughs> Um Yeah, that was really good. Um, I said pretty much everything that I need to say about it. Um, it's a lot more text heavy um, than, uh, than, than Hotel Dusk was. A lot fewer puzzles, but the story's really good and it bears it out. Um, it's about 15 hours of solid adventure game, which is, uh, which is saying something. Wow. Uh, that's, a, that's a lot of stuff, so it's like a full novel worth of... Uh, Worth a pretty interesting story to check out. So, said it a couple times before, but uh, hit up the Amazon referral link and uh, down, you know, import that. It's worth your time, especially if you're of the kind of persuasion that I am and you like adventure games. Um, the other thing that uh, that I've been playing, let's see here, two little bite-sized fragments of things that I've been looking at. Um, Journey. I played a little bit of that, but not an awful lot uh, to uh, to say about it so far, um, other than it's beautiful. And the uh, the music is great. Journey that is the PSN game uh, that is made by the uh, uh, people from that that software company, I believe is uh, what they're called. The guys who that, made Flower that, that that game company that game company. Well, they, they yeah they, they they were that software company when they were doing spreadsheet stuff. Um, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah yeah that game company um, and that uh, of course is going to prove to be a beautiful. Uh, a beautiful snowflake of a game. Um, People didn't understand the minimalist qualities of their spreadsheets. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a commentary on nature and solitude. Uh, <laughs> cell 5, E46. Um, some, X, I don't know. Um, that's all the spreadsheets. Did, did you hear the, the lady... Um the lady leader, I don't know what position she actually holds, is, is splitting off from that game company? Yeah, yeah. Which game company? Nah. Who's on so first? They, um, um, 
<laughs> I loved Abbott and Costello back in the day. Um, that's another story. The um, yeah, she she apparently said that uh, you, it was an amicable thing. It wasn't it wasn't like I hate you guys. I'm going, but she basically said that she had done as much as she could supporting the other guy's vision, uh, and and she felt ready to kind of strike out on her own. So, huh. well, good honor. Yeah, it's. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm sad to see them split up because obviously it's a team that put out some really cool stuff. But yeah. at the same time, I'd, I'd love to have two uh, two game companies. Maybe, you know, what she should do is uh, is she was at that game company. Now she's at this game company. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> but yeah, so she's 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 uh, kind of striking out on her own. It'll be exciting to see what they do. Yeah, and then David Jaffe, he left. Uh, what's uh, what's what's the place he left? Sony, uh, Santa Monica, after Twisted Metal was uh, was released. The first Twisted Metal, which Twisted Metal? No, the the the, the Twisted Metal that came out on PlayStation Three here recently. Uh, okay, it was, it was just called Twisted Metal. I can I can forgive your confusion. There's been a lot of them. So many twisted metals, but none for like the past ten years. Which is yeah. it's it's funny how the brand still feels oversaturated. At least Mortal Kombat like managed to pull it off somehow. <laughs> yeah, there's also been a lot of like personnel changes because Peter Molyneux uh, left Lionhead. Yeah, uh, and then some weird. some Sony exec went to Microsoft. So it's people are shifting around at, at relatively high levels. Peter Molyneux left Lionhead. Uh, now that I you know now, now we have no hope of Black and White Three. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> was Black and White Two any good? Uh, Black and White Two, no. Black and White One was uh, was way overrated. Hmm. hmm. I mean, I played it. I loved it. It was it was okay, but you know, it's one of those things. It's 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 it's, it's, it's fucking Lionhead. It's they overpromise, underdeliver. It's the opposite of Apple. <laughs> um, so, there you go. So oh, yeah, so so yeah, that's uh, that's my thing. I mean, Journey, it's it's beautiful. I've probably played like a grand total of about twenty minutes of it. Um, I'll have more to say on that next week, hopefully. Um, the, the 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 Planescape Torment Train uh, uh, barrels on. Uh, still, I recommend that you that you play that. the uh, The episode for that is coming out. I need to send you guys the uh, a preview of the skit that we did for it. Uh, for watch out for fireballs for the Planescape Torment episode because it is dude I would uh, take it it is it is delightful oh boy like if okay so the episode's already out by the time you're listening to this but go listen to it even if you haven't played the game even if you don't care what we have to say about it and the two hours that we talk about it listen to the first four minutes because it is it is transcendent uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no it's uh, it's it's predicated on the idea that uh that that the same joke repeated over and over goes through uh go goes through various stages of being funny okay. <laughs> oh yeah the third you know the the rule of three and then diminishing returns after that yeah pretty 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 much it goes from being like like pretty like pretty funny to just like why the hell are they doing they're still doing this at minute three and then like at minute four it's just like oh. <laughs> it gets even funnier uh it's the opposite of the conway twitty thing on on uh, family guy um so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh journey that's that, that's my way of shucking and jiving and getting away from from talking a little bit but a little bit about that um keeping on the indie game uh tip uh downloadable uh games i played a little bit of fez as well is this a game that you guys are familiar with or have heard about no oh i i've 
heard of it. I, I know I've read something about it, but I've forgotten it. So refresh me. Yeah, I mean, like right right now, like it's you know for the past couple of years, I'd say four years, ah, four four maybe is overstating it. Um, it's been kind of notorious because it's like never passed Microsoft certification. It's had a really long and troubled uh, development cycle. Uh, what it is, it is a. Uh, um, "Quote unquote side-scrolling platformer." Yeah, play. Okay, so it's a side. It's a side-scrolling platformer. Has eight-bit pixel graphics. Um, and okay, so you know the uh, the mechanic from Super or Super Paper Mario, Dennis, where you can flip mm-hmm. and see the two D world in, uh, in in three dimensions. Yeah. In this, you use the left and right trigger, except you can do that in uh, three hundred sixty degrees at ninety degree intervals. Ooh. So like right. uh, like the, the the opening world like where you're like introduced to this you like story wise you you pick up a magical fez that gives you the ability to shift dimensions and things like that um like your 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 home village is like built on this spire you know so like for when when you're first playing it it looks like just like this vertical world except when you can flip dimensions like the platforms realign differently it's always treated like a two dimensional uh, a two dimensional plane. Um, you know, for, in terms of solidifying mm-hmm. things. So something that looks like it's like way far away in one perspective, like when you switch, when, when you, when you switch around, you, you, you think like, okay, well in 3d space, it's actually closer than you think from this angle. So it'll actually be, I can jump on it here and then I can rotate and then, and then jump on this thing here. Apparently it gets like really, really fucking mind bending. Um, there are a lot of things that they do. I, I don't want to spoil it too much because, you know, there's a lot of unexpected things. But uh, I would, like, equate it to, like, some of the stuff that's pulled off in uh, Eternal Darkness as far okay. as, like, messing with you. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, it's a really neat little game. I mean, it's only on Xbox Live, unfortunately. I think they have plans to bring it to PC as well. Um, I hope they do uh, because, you know, more people should get to play it. But uh, it's uh, I, I probably played about a half an hour of that this past uh, this past Friday, um, and really really enjoyed it. I mean the, the 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 stuff that you're doing, like the goals, like you're collecting little bits of these cubes so you can open doors. Like that's you know old, older than time. You know collect X number of things to get to Y. You know that's at least uh, Mario sixty four if not earlier. Um, but the way that you do it and the way that you kind of navigate things, I don't know how I'm going to reconcile like like the parts of my brain like the spatial recognition like i can assemble ikea furniture okay like i, I did that pretty well <laughs> you know this past week you know i, I can do that my, my my spatial sense is fine but like just the, the the whole idea of you know mapping this 2d perspective to a 3d world it really plays with that and messes with it so i'm excited to see what they do with it cool. it's all about how well the game teaches you right pretty much yeah i mean how it ramps you up but uh, you 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 definitely get the sense of like I need to look around literally every corner. Um, I have some like I have some beef with the way uh, that uh, like the platforming is like it's a little bit floaty for my uh, for, for 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 my taste. Um, when I see eight bit graphics, I expect uh, I expect really like precise you know jumps. Um, but this you know so it's it's just something you have to get used to though. You know the 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 amount of momentum that you have in a game. It's kind of like if you play like if you go from playing Halo to playing Call of Duty. Um, you, you know, mm-hmm. you're you're gonna say like, "Whoa, things are moving way too fast." Or I guess the more apt way, the, the other way around, you're, you're go you go from playing Call of Duty to playing Halo. It's like, why am I running in molasses? Um, <laughs> yeah. Then if you go from anything to playing Uncharted Three, you're like, "What the hell? It's broken." 
<laughs> you liked that game. It's a deep cup slam. So those are the games that I've been playing. Um, you know, there's there, there's like big stuff that I've been neglecting. You know, Mass Effect Three, Silent Hill Downpour. I wanted to, to dip into the Silent Hill HD collection, but uh, you know, real life, you know, sometimes you know intervenes and playing games for other podcasts and things like that. So I will have more to report uh, at uh, in the future, at least about those small titles, because uh, you know it's fun playing games in a in a, in a recliner. Yeah, that's uh, oh yeah. That's, that's what I like to do, or or lounged on a couch, especially nice. Wii games. <laughs> Is that a transition? No, no. I, I'm just. <laughs> I, mean, like I know it. we've we've talked about it before, but I don't know if we've talked about it on this podcast. How perfect the Wii controller is uh, for for gaming in a recliner. Yeah, but only if you're. I like cable. how they made the controller to be this like active thing, and immediately after it's released, <laughs> people find out how to play it while sitting down and not moving at all. <laughs> no, but you're right because you can because you can rest your hands on the on the armrest of the recliner and be uh-huh. like laid back, you, you know, especially for a game that doesn't require a lot of a lot of pointing, you know, like a, like Mario Kart or something like that. Oh yeah. yeah, you're right. No, you're 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 good. The, the the only problem is you have to you have to make sure that your uh, that your, that your beverage resting uh, um, let's 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 hear surface is to the left of you because I don't know if you've yep. ever tried reaching for a beverage with the uh, with the remote hand while the while the remote is still strapped to your wrist. Um, it's like a fucking Lucy skit. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you know you always have to make sure your beverage is to the left. so who wants to go next it sounds like um ben has been playing a lot so you might if if i go now i can get my stuff out of the way because i don't think it's anything revolutionary um and then uh and then we can have ben kind of be the grand finale yeah yeah let's let's let ben do this yeah that's right setting the bar no no pressure start uh no no pressure getting eloquent up in here no Uh, I'll continue drinking then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, we have, so we, have some, we have some errata. <laughs> yeah. we, we have some we have some errata to address. Um, let me let me let me see here. I need to read a response uh, from 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 last week's uh, episode where we where we spoke of uh, where we spoke of beverages at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is this is from Andrew, who is uh, my resident beer aficionado. Um, hey, uh, just listening to DTR from the 10th, and you guys were talking about beers. Hop and Frog is great. One of their main brewers is in is in one of the homebrew clubs I'm in, or that I'm a member of. Boris is probably their best beer, but everything is pretty good. Contrary to the episode, I do highly recommend Dragon's Milk. It is a RIS, or RIS, aged in oak barrels. Uh, it's boozy but smooth as hell. And has some great vanilla notes, um, and this is the uh, this is the errata. Um, also, Old Rasputin is brewed by North Coast, not New Holland. So did that, what did uh, we say? Uh, I think I think we lumped it all under uh, under New Holland. Um, oh, I I should have known that. Yeah, no, right? Maybe because because like I I remember like I was I was like pulling out all these beer names and you, and you kept on saying yeah that's New Holland too like I was like I'm I'm apparently a savant about New Holland beers <laughs> I don't even know it I've had like four of them <laughs> shame on me for not no. knowing that or so getting I, that correct so thank that's you th- that's th- why it's a video game podcast not a not a beer <laughs> podcast exactly. So thank you, Andrew, for for correcting us. We cannot let that one stand on the record. We uh, we 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 do like to uh, uh, be set straight. So no problem. Yeah. So Dennis. Yes. Uh, 
I've got, like I said, just a couple games I've been playing. Nothing earth earth shattering. Um, the new update for In- Infinity Blade Two came out uh, for the Clash mobs. And uh, have, have you guys heard of this? I have not. No, I have not. Okay, so uh, basically what they what they did is they they took the the premise of this game and, and found a way to uh, kind of turn it up into uh, what's the word for it non non parallel multiplayer. So so what you do is there's there's some big big challenge, uh, and sometimes it's just you know deal kill a titan that has a health bar that is you know. 250 million points of health, um, which is you know just obscenely high. But your amount of damage that you do to it in a certain amount of time or before you die gets put into a pool of damage um, that you know is is summed up to reach the goal. And then if the community reaches the goal, then everyone pr- who participated um, gets a prize. Uh, but if you miss the goal, if the community doesn't get to the goal, then nobody gets the prize. And uh, so it's it's just a really fun way to uh, keep it fresh, kind of you know throw in some new stuff to do, and also connect you to a community. Oh yeah, it's kind of like uh, what was that one game that was made by the uh, the the Katamari Damacy guys, where you had like the um, worm and you could eat stuff. Oh, Nobby 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 Boy. Yeah, Nobby yeah, Nobby Boy. Is that it? Yeah, where where like the the collective length of all the different Nobby Nobby Boys uh, extended to Mars or something like that. <laughs> that's awesome no it's true like you opened up new 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 stages by getting the nobi nobi girl or whatever to extend like to the moon and then to and then to mars and to everything I, i'm not quite sure where it petered out but yeah uh i wonder yeah how long will it get before they shut down the servers for that game <laughs> it'd be that'd be an interesting thought exercise mm-hmm. can you make we it need, need out to... of the solar system yeah, can we can we commission an actuary to like project that when they will make it out of the solar system? <laughs> Let's get some models. Be, I'd be very here. interested. And by that I mean supermodels. Um, yeah, <laughs> yes. not, not mathematical models. I'm not but yeah, so it's a lot of fun, and, and it's not just fighting stuff. They'll do things like, um, you know, those bags of gold that I've I've mentioned before. It's how many of those can you find during a certain cutscene, uh, which is which is kind of cute and fun. Uh, or you know, uh, how long can you go without getting hit? That sort of thing. Uh, and it's it's just it's fun little bite-sized pieces of the game because Infinity Blade is is the kind of game that you can sit down and play for hours if you wanted to, and it's a great way to make it bite-sized. Right. The uh, the one caveat to it is that you only get one try on each of the challenges. And so, you know, once you step into the ring, that's it. You can't like restart the battle. You can't back out. Uh, you've got to, you know, you've got to step up and perform. You to, can't to help do your fellow work. Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. So there, there have been some challenges that I've just straight up blown and gotten, you know, hit on the first first swing and just did something stupid and and that ended it. You know, so my contribution was like I survived for a whole two seconds. But uh, when you know you're trying to get to 60 hours of survival or something like that, so that's, uh, that's a little embarrassing. But it also it also ups the intensity. So that's uh, that's kind of cool. The uh, the other thing that they did with uh, with the update is added a bunch of new weapons, and they just did some like bizarre ones. So I was I was scrolling through them before the podcast. One of them is like a a unicorn sword. 
And like when you swing it and hit enemies with it, it draws rainbows instead of like the typical like fire ice slashes. Like you get rainbows and hearts as you as you hack into enemies. Um, another one I, I haven't used this one yet, but it's it's just a, a golf driver um, with some spikes in it uh, that you, you use as a weapon. So uh, it's you know it's kind of more lighthearted things, but it's it's cool to see them adding stuff like that. Yeah, so many weapons. Oh God, yeah, and I I haven't even like unlocked them all in the sense of like being able to see them in the menu. Much less bought them all, much less mastered them all. So, uh, this is a game that can keep you occupied for a long, long time. They oh, they also added in new enemy character models. So, um, I think there's there's more variety there. So, if you've played it and felt it getting kind of stale, and you're you're battling the same uh, couple of guys over and over, even though there's a, a a whole bunch of them, um, there's there's new characters to go in and fight. Can can, can I raise like a, a complaint about Infinity Blade? and everything of course yeah yeah okay so i i I love the premise and i love everything um you know it's 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 great looks looks amazing um my problem is that it's checkpointing is really really weird really which uh, have you played two no i haven't played two i've 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 only played played one um okay tell me tell me about one and i'll I'll see how it compares okay no it's just i I, i'll find myself like okay i'll play for a little bit and i'll beat a guy and i'll level up and something and i'll and i'll hit home like you all want to do because i'm done like i'm ready to go to sleep or you know my 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 dinner just got finished cooking or something like that and then i'll you know go do go do my thing but then i'll open it back up and i'll be like at the point before the fight that i just beat you know where you can look around and you know pick up gold pieces huh and so it's that it's is, really frustrating. I mean, it's it's demoralizing. I don't like doing stuff more than more than once if I don't if I don't have to. And it doesn't feel like it's a failing of me. It's a failing of the game, and it's and it's checkpointing. You know. Yeah, I could I could see that being really frustrating, especially if you know they have very specific challenges that you can meet during fights, and some of them are pretty hard. So if you put in the work to solve one of those challenges and then have to go back and do it again, that really sucks. Yeah. So, uh, but I. I think Infinity Blade 2, it sounds like, fixes that because uh, it's actually hard to do anything in this game without <laughs> without it saving it. Um, so any time that you change an area or start a fight, it saves, um, which is really nice because that way you, know, you kind of spend all your time customizing stuff and then go to the next area or, or start a fight to try how your new loadout works. Uh, and it'll be sure to save that. So I think it, it sounds like they made some improvements from from Infinity Blade One to the second one. This is a problem that I've had with a lot of games that are based in the uh, the Unreal Engine on iOS. Um, okay, a lot yeah. of games. The other two games that I've played that are that are in that engine, uh, <laughs> one of which is uh, Dark Meadow, which is kind of like uh, Infinity Blade meets uh, Silent Hill, um, and uh, the other one is let me look this up because I, I always I always forget it. It's called Dreamscape, but there's a colon in between uh, Dream and Skate, uh, uh-huh. which, is, which is more like an adventure game, kind of uh, kind of wandering around, surreal kind of thing. Um, and both of those, the, the checkpoint is just really, really weird. And just with my the relationship that I have with my with my iPhone is such that like I don't want anything to dictate when I can and can't stop playing. Oh yeah. And because of how resource intensive those things are and the way that iOS kind of manages background tasks and everything, you know, it's kind of like, okay, we need to kill something because we can't run out of memory. Let's kill this thing, you know, 
and and just it just yeah. yeah. So like I'll, I'll I'll pause something thinking that I can like leave it there, and when, when in reality I can't, and maybe I shouldn't be playing these games when I am you know w- waiting at the doctors or something like that. But that's just the way that, it, <laughs> that, that that's just the way that it shakes out. Yeah. So. Or while driving the car, you know the light turns. Yeah, stop and you lights, have to go. You know, people some, are honking. Some lights are long, you know. I mean, we should we're, we're retrograde no, I, in this country. We should we you know, we should treat stoplights like uh, like stop signs. That's all I'm saying. You know? <laughs> it's I, I actually heard something interesting. Um, uh, a person told me that they had friends from from Russia, like exchange students, come over for a couple months. Um, and the Russians were just absolutely flabbergasted that Americans would wait for stoplights if there was no one around. Yeah. And uh, they, they just thought it was the stupidest thing ever. And so the theory that my friend had was that since Americans technically kind of, you know, vote on laws and like are involved in the, in the democratic process, um, that, that, you know, we, we tend to care more about the laws, whether or not they make sense. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Russia, it was more kind of handed down. And you were told do this, and so you 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 felt less bad about circumventing it. Huh. They're also excellent drivers, though, too. So I could see them. I don't know. It's it's kind of like people who are good at driving in snow, like from Cleveland, and people from Cincinnati. Yeah, that's that 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 is true. Yeah. Well, like like America, we have like the least stringent like rules for who can drive in the in the entire world, like. Like we'll give we'll give like literally anybody a driver's license. Like if you're 18, you don't even need to take like driver's school or something like that. You yeah, like, you just go and take a test, <laughs> and then you're done. That that holds true everywhere except for uh, except for India. If you've ever seen uh, seen videos of like uh, the streets of like uh, Mumbai or something like that, it's uh oh boy, it's uh, it's battle royale out there. There's no rules. <laughs> oh yeah. No, Everybody playing. gets a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of weapons, the other game that I've been playing, you like that? You like that? Good transition. Is <laughs> is um is Ratchet and Clank a crack in time? Oh wow. Um so I started this game a, a long time ago, uh right before my apartment got broken into. So uh I you know, I I really enjoyed it. Ratchet and Clank in general is a pretty high quality series. Uh, and I, in, you know, then got the game jacked from me. So that obviously put that playthrough on hold. Um, but I, I've started it again. I borrowed it from my younger sister who is, is into the series and now owns a PS3 at, at 12 years old. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, you gotta, you gotta give the girl kudos. That's what she asked for, for her birthday. Not, uh, not like a doll or anything like that or, or new clothes. She wanted a PS3. So nice. my, my younger half major, said- major kudos there. Um, my but, young- yeah, so, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, my younger half sister, I've gotten her video games for Christmas, uh, uh, and her birthday for the past, uh, for the past like five years. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, that's the future right there. We gotta, we gotta cultivate, uh, young gamers, make sure they play good stuff. We have to force them. Make sure they appreciate, <laughs> make sure they appreciate the classics. Exactly. Force them to appreciate the classics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I've, I've, I've played it now to the point where I lost it the first time. So, um, I don't have anything new to say about it yet, but I'm, I'm on the cusp of new territory. Actually that it, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping back now. That's a very interesting philosophical question. Uh, when you get the chance, uh, should you ever decide to do that? Or, you know, like you said, with your, with your younger, uh, sister, uh, when you introduce your kids, uh, or or nieces or you know whatever to to games, 
would you would you do it with like the most recent updated stuff or would you would you be sure to get them into the classic games like would you how and when would you expose them to 8 bit games uh, and kind of that last generation stuff um, that is, I would say today, a bit of an acquired taste. You know, I, I mean, I've, I've heard both schools of thought on it. Honestly, it, it's a, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those. Yeah, I, 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 I'm hesitant. You know, God, God forbid I ever have a child. Um, but I'm, I'm hesitant to like, <laughs> you know, for, for, force them into like anything. Like as a matter of curiosity, I, I would, I would hope that they would like want to be. You know, at like at like at a certain point, like what were the games like that you played? You know, just just like that. And if that if that was the case, you'd be like, okay, well, let me let me sit you down and like you know, almost as a novelty, say like, okay, here's here's how this stuff happens. You know, here here here's how it is. And it's one of those things where like that's that's like unique to this medium. Like obsolescence, that's not really built in any anywhere else. I don't think. Like aside from like really really shitty pop music, like even the worst movies, I think. Like the the most you know, it's like exploitation you know films, th- th- those have fans. Like they you know those have a certain amount of cultural cachet, you, you, you know, <laughs> to 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 a certain yeah. extent. You know, Shaft. You know, people still people still watch Shaft. You know, it, it's it, but but like with, with 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 video games, it's like one of those it's one of those things where you know it does have a shelf life and it does have this barrier to entry. And the only like analog that I can think of would be would be like black and white films like you know there are certain cretins out there who if the film is in black and white they they're not going to give it a chance like double okay mm-hmm. double indemnity like okay well you know what's the what's the plot oh she seduces him and gets him to kill her husband and now they have to deal with the consequences well it's well, okay so cool well it's it's in black and white well i'm not gonna i'm not gonna watch it now you know, because I, I can't watch movies that are in black and white. Like, okay, well, at least a third of all the great cinema in the entire world is now off limits to you, because yeah. <laughs> you, because because you can't you can't watch fucking Double Indemnity or The Maltese Falcon. I, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll, all I'm pulling out is <laughs> or The Artist, references. which was which is in black and white and, and without silent. sound and silent. That goddamn dog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Double Indemnity had a color remake in Body Heat uh, with William Hurt in 1980. It was, a, it was an amazing movie. Um, but uh, that's the only thing that I can think of. So, like, sitting down and saying, ooh, we played games in two dimensions, and you know, they were made up of big blocks <laughs> instead of all these little blocks, and we weren't always able to talk with our friends online and hear Rachel slurs. You know, so uh, it, it, would just, it would just be one of those things. Like, I, I'm sorry to keep running my mouth, but I look at it kind of like music, right? You know, okay, mm-hmm. ne- ne- never, never trust a child that doesn't like the Beatles, you know? Like if you play a Beatles song for them and they don't like bop their head up and down, that's one thing. But like to like to get them into like Sergeant Pepper onward, you know, that's like one of those things. Like you come to that like you know as an adult, right? You, you know, that's that that's an appreciation that you get later on. You know, when I hit, you know, college age, I was like, okay, well, you know, what's 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 this about this you know music from you know like way back when? So you know now now I like CCR and Neil Young and all you know all all, all these things. You know, for for as quote unquote classic rock as they are, but uh, you know that that mm-hmm. might e- that might end up being the case for you know like let let alone anything that like came out on Super Nintendo or whatever. Like by the time that like, you know I have kids, God forbid, um, <laughs> like we're not going to be doing that for like Super Nintendo. We're going to be doing that for like when games had to be played on televisions and not just on your cell phones and on your tablets. Like you, yeah, you right. had this, you had to sit in one place. And you had to hold this thing that was plugged into the TV with a cable, like what? 
<laughs> you know, I think that what we're doing, like, what, what, what we're dealing with is it's, it's more of, it's more of a sea change than that because this is, it's accelerating, right? I've monopolized this. How, like, what are your guys' thoughts? No, I, you should keep going. This was approaching a uh, Dennis Miller status of a rant. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was just going to say that, like, I, I agree. Like, there's going to be a lot of stuff that we're going to look back on and it, it just wasn't as good as we thought it was. Um, or, you know, like you said, it's got a built-in obsolescence, but I'll be damned if, if, uh, you know, you can pop in, uh, Super Mario Bros, the original and not enjoy it. Like that's, there's just something about that game that, uh, that's timeless. And it's probably, probably goes for, you know, some of the things like, like Zelda or, uh, I haven't it's, played them in a while, but maybe the Crash Bandicoot games, that sort of thing. Just It's timeless, timeless for us. I feel like very fair, very fair. <laughs> but if you, I mean, if you, so look at some of these like you know fun little games that you play on your phone that are essentially the same mechanics as a Mario game. You know, two D uh, platformer, get from left to right. Uh, there's something there that doesn't doesn't change too much. You know, it might get prettier, but uh, I think there's something that's translatable back and forth. Here, here's what I know. If I ever have a kid, if I want to teach the kid fear, I'm going to have them play Sonic the Hedgehog in the water level to just have them <laughs> oh, hear God. the music. <laughs> oh, God. I made that that my... was nothing short of traumatizing. I made that my ringtone once. It lasted for one phone call because like, I started sweating. <laughs> you have a panic attack when you answer the phone. I can't talk right now. I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Hey, man, I, mean, I was wondering, why are you crying? <laughs> hey, man, you want to go ahead and get some pizza? Holy shit, Coldini. Like, <laughs> are you okay? Um, yeah, no, that's, that, that's, that, that's one of those things. I don't know. I, I mean, there, 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 might, there might be an analogy there. You know, like I, I can't imagine somebody sitting down to Super Mario World and once you get them over the graphics, you know, like having them recognize like, okay, like every, everything kind of stems from this. Or you know you can see, yeah. you can see that DNA and you can see that structure and some things some things are always going to be good you know just uh, to, to to torture this metaphor and to torture this comparison as much as possible you know <laughs> Mario might be the Beatles whereas like you know Bubsy might be Jim Croce you know sure sure <laughs> like not everything's timeless and not everything should be you know so sure. Yeah, it just it, it's 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 one of those things. Like I can't imagine like forcing somebody to you know to like something. Like it took a good, mm, I would say like three weeks of cajoling from my uh, from from my stepfather to get me to watch Star Wars. Ooh. No way. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I was like, I was, I was seven, so this was like prime Star Wars age. But just by the, just by virtue of the fact that like an older person who like I you know was so, so, you know so, supposed to respect, I love my stepfather. He's, he's, he's amazing. But just kind of like he was telling me the story, he's like it's like okay, this is a you know, stupid old movie, like whatever. But then, but, mm-hmm. but like, but then he was like, no, no, seriously, sit down, watch this. And so I was like, <laughs> okay, okay, I was like. Oh, well, scrolling yellow text, you know, whatever. Okay. Wait a minute. Robots? Wait a minute. Laser swords? Wait, <laughs> magic, <is> awesome. <laughs> magic powers? Spaceships? You know, yeah. So it's, it gets you know, the same thing with James Bond when I was a little bit older, you know? So I just, it's, it's difficult to like force somebody to like something that you like, you know, especially when they're your kids because you don't want them to end up hating it. You'd rather, you'd like to think that yeah. they would get to it on their own. You just, you gotta, you gotta find ways. Maybe you just like, uh, leave Silent Hill up on the TV. Uh, you know, <laughs> why would I do like that. that to my child? 
Yeah, traumatize your child. <laughs> God. So, 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 so yeah. So, so your twelve-year-old sister loves loves Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, yeah. Ratchet and Clank was has been good so far. Gosh, was that was all that just Ratchet and Clank? Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just bringing that was, that was impressive. Class. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm updating the show notes as we speak. So. <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to see how. How long we spent on that? Impressive. Uh, no, uh, the only other thing I've been playing, I, I downloaded it, um, kind of hopped on the bandwagon, is Draw Something. <laughs> uh, I got the free version, and uh, that, that little thing is fun. I wanted I wanted to save but, that let, for mine, but I wanted to see if you if you brought it up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I've, I've kind of been sinking my time into that and getting ever better, better with my doodles. There's, there's just something in everyone that likes to create, uh, and I think that draw something puts you back in touch with that in a very big way. I think there are, there are so many games that have you consuming something. And and just this is going to wax poetic maybe, but in general, uh if you're bored or if you if you want to entertain yourself, the default is to consume something, be that food or a piece of media or, you know, what have you. Uh in most video games I think fall pretty squarely in that category even though even though it's a more interactive version of consuming it's still consuming and and draw something is a game where if you're bored you entertain yourself by creating things and i think that's really cool and uh, I'd, I'd love to see I, I think minecraft taps into that um and i'd love to see more games that are, are kind of along that theme of creating something rather than just consuming something yeah, for 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 those of you who don't know, and like if you, if I think it's available on like every single device ever now. If um, you don't know, you're under a freaking rock, man. Well, yeah, uh, but, but I'm just, sorry. There, but... there might there might be, there might be somebody who's listening who might just you know see see somebody talking about it on Twitter and not and not understand you know or or, or, or something like that. It's it's Pictionary over 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 the internet, so it's asynchronous. It's like Words with Friends or Scrabble or whatever like that. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you, you play on it. Uh, just you 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 start up a game with somebody. It gives you three words. They have different point values assigned to them. And and you pick one, you draw it, and they're supposed to guess it, you know, from a from a set of like letters that are provided, you know. So uh, they they guess it. If they guess it correctly, you keep your streak going. Everybody gets points. Those coins can be used to uh, buy new colors or buy things that make the game easier. Um, of course, you can buy these coins or these points um, if you so choose. Uh, oh, of but, course. Uh, but I do not so choose. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's neat, you know, it connects right in with your Facebook friends. So I'm playing, I'm playing draw something. I've got like, like 15 games going right now. Um, one with you, even Dennis. And I'm really sorry. I didn't yeah. get Iron Man when you first uh, did that, but. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that That's something I've noticed is that compound words are a bitch. Like for some reason, so you, you guess by kind of picking from a set of letters, uh, so it's got a bit of of, of hangman to it, um, and any time that I encounter a compound word, it just shuts my brain down. And after I figure out what it is, I'm like, oh yeah, that's so obvious. But for some reason, I, I don't think along those lines when I'm trying to solve it. Uh, so I, I don't know what it is about you know two words smashed together. It'll it'll be like Lady Gaga, but when you're supposed to guess it, it's all it's all one word. It all runs together. Uh, and that that just it makes it harder for some reason. So there's, there's a reason. Yeah, why, watch out! Watch out for compound words. There's a reason why, like at the beginning of charades, you hold up a a, a number on your hands and say like, "Okay, two oh words, yeah, two words, right?" 
Um, that would make it so much easier. There's a lot about the app that's really frustrating. <laughs> um, but... I've actually considered adding that shorthand to my drawings is like, you know, a 2W for like two words or something like that. You know what that is? Because uh, it, like, it has been a, a recurring frustration. That is incredibly smart. Huh. No, it's it's, it's right. It's, I just started a movement. <laughs> Do this, everybody who's listening. Everybody who's listening. A, add me. Um, I want to play. I want to play. Draw something with you at least for the next two weeks until my interest wanes. Um, <laughs> but also, <laughs> let's let, let's 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 throw it in there. No, the compound words thing. Uh, I have a I have a story about that. I'm playing with Gary Butterfield from Watch Out for Fireballs, um, and he drew me a picture. Um, it was you know sometimes you just have to work out like a rebus. You know, just like you know this image plus this equals blah. Um, oh yeah, and, yeah. And and his he drew uh, he drew like an angel's wing, like a bird's wing, and then it was plus, and then he drew and then he drew a cock and balls. Um, <laughs> and uh, I just I was wing, I kept wing ding wing. That's what I thought too. I thought it was wing ding, but they didn't make up any of the letters. See, our minds went to the same huh. place. No, the the uh, the <laughs> the word was wingman. Uh, wing ah yeah yeah <laughs> so you know you get that you get those moments where you feel a bit like a doofus but yeah. uh i did i did that with um with pitbull <sighs> I, I literally drew a bowl because that's that's a little more defined than a dog <laughs> uh, a bowl in a pit so this game is a really compelling argument for uh for an ipad and a stylus yeah yeah if you if you see the art that some people um, draw uh, as as part of this, and I, I do call it art. It's it's really phenomenal yeah. what they can do. Because um, if if any if any game makes your fingers feel fat, try playing draw something <laughs> on an iPhone. <laughs> like it's it's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that that makes up what I've been playing. Um, I I have spent some time on SSX, but I, I think I've I've waxed poetic about that game uh, mm-hmm. plenty. So, still love it, and that's it. That's that's everything. That's that's my repertoire of games. And the camera turns to you, Ben. All right, I think I'm ready. So, I, well, I wanted to do this game last, but I'm going to do it first because you forced my hand on it, Cole. I have played and beat Journey in the past week. Oh um, wow! Okay. Fantastic game. Uh, a lesser man than me might have cried at the ending. I stayed strong, <laughs> but uh, but no, it's a uh, it's a very emotional experience. Cole, I look forward to talking to you about it next week um, or whenever you finish it. Yeah. But well, um, well, now, now that I know that now that I know that you have played it, I will make it a priority. Okay. Good. Can, can you go into more depth than than like than like what I did? Um, I mean, just uh, I, in, in describing the experience and the and the verbs that you uh, that you kind of do as you go go along. Okay. Yeah. Being as being completely spoiler free, I think I think the game is just a metaphor for life, and the uh, the premise of the game uh, is in, in, is that you're walking towards a mountain, and so you you see a mountain off in the distance. You're walking towards it. You don't know. You're not really a person. You're just kind of this thing. Um, but that's that's the premise of the game. But I think the the whole idea of the game, you know, since it's called a journey, it's, it's kind of a, about that that sort of life experience about just kind of uh, having a goal in mind. But but really, you know, the game is about each of the individual levels and. Uh, what you do uh, along the way. 
So, I, you know, it's just a really uh, abstract and emotional experience, I guess. And it's really hard to describe it more than that, I guess. Um, I, have a, I have a question. They made a big deal out of this um, multiplayer where you just kind of wander in and out of cahoots with other people. Yes. Uh, did that happen to you and did it work? Here's what I would advise, because the first time I played it, I got extremely frustrated anytime I saw another person. Um, so I don't know huh. if if you're like me or not, um, but I would play the first time through by yourself, and I think it, it's definitely more meaningful that way. And and you and you completely interact with the game that way, and it, I think it's I think that's meaningful. Um, but then after you've beaten it, go back play it play it with other people, uh, see what, see how you can interact with, with other people. I was reading an article about it today. Uh, th- they were talking about how this was one of the main focuses of the game is to, to make it a, um, uh, a positive multiplayer experience. And they were kind of, mm-hmm. and they're the people from that game company were talking about how so many game experiences is just cursing at one another. And, uh, uh, I don't know, just, uh, not being friendly with one another, I guess. But with this game, you never see the person's username. Uh, you just see another person. And you guys are both in the middle of the desert for the majority of the game. And so there's kind of a sense of camaraderie built there. There's also some other mechanics built into the game where you help one another out just by being around one another. Um, so, they, I mean, it is it is a, a refreshingly positive experience Uh as far as multiplayer experiences go. But I would say if you play this game, play it the first time by yourself. So turn off whatever internet connection your PS3 has and just play it by yourself. Oh, so there's, um, there's not even like a menu toggle where you can say, just don't let people into my world. Like, exactly. Okay. There's not. Yeah, there's, really? there's very minimalistic controls uh, and very very few options to the game. So you, you have to, I guess, go to your PS3 settings and turn off your wireless internet, I guess, right. is the, the way that you could do it. Um, it it's interesting. I just want to hop in real quick. You mentioned uh, a positive multiplayer experience, and I, I saw, I think it was on Twitter, I, and I, I, I was just searching for it, and I couldn't find the uh, un-article about it, but there was some study released that showed that um, happy gamers or polite gamers uh, won more. <laughs> that if you are if you're if you're courteous online and if you're relaxed while you play, um, you you actually perform better. Huh? Did they say what kind of games they were talking about when they were doing this study? Uh, no. I think it was just some blurb. I I imagine it was first person shooters. Um, okay. In fact, I, I might have seen it in Game Informer. Now I I need to go back and check. I, I'm I'm I know I saw it somewhere, but I can't remember where. Um, but yeah, if if you you know if you are are impolite and if you you know are in rage mode while you play, you don't do nearly as well um, as if you or as, as when you uh, stay calm and and are polite to other people. Hmm. Now, chicken chicken and the egg, um, <laughs> winning people. Well, not always. I was going to say winning people tend to be more happy. Uh, but I've seen some very sore winners in my time. Like anecdotally, that bears itself out, though. Like I've always, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm such an old fart. Like the, the the two examples that I was going to give are for games that were only active a decade ago. You gotta you gotta <laughs> say them now. But, but uh, um, 
No, like the, the the last time that I played games competitively was uh was Team Fortress Classic. Literally a decade ago, back in like 2002, I was with a clan called Bird, <laughs> Birds of Prey, and uh, I just I just I just happened I happened upon them um just searching Team Fortress clans. Really cool dudes, you know. Some of them were like going to school in like Chicago, and they were will they were willing to give a 14 year old Cole a chance, you know, to to play. And they're like, "Why is your voice so deep? You sound like a police officer." You know, <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I swear to you, I'm 14. That's, that's fine. Um, no, and just, it was, it was really Dark. cool. We, we hung out on, we hung out in, in IRC and we, I mean, we did okay, you know, just in the, whatever, 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 like leagues or such we were in, but having a better time, it just makes you, it makes you feel good. Like I, I would, I would like to see how people performs when they were happy and polite playing with complete strangers, but playing in a positive supportive environment, that is definitely like a great, like a, like, Oh a great, yeah. Especially, especially in a team-based game like that. Uh, going back to the other thing, uh, which is, uh, which is EverQuest. Um, I was terrible at EverQuest, but I played a ton of it and I played a ton of it specifically <laughs> because of my guild. And I'm a re I recently had a very tragic experience. Um, and by recently, I mean like a couple of days ago, uh, EverQuest recently went, uh, free to play. So I redownloaded on my, you know, redownloaded it on my Windows partition, hopped in, so oh, I just no. went, to, went to see what was up, and uh, I was the most recent person to, uh, you know, hop into my guild, you know, like to sign on from my guild. Last person to sign on was like January of this year, and it was like, oh no, everybody scattered to the winds, you know. And I went to the message oh. boards, and there's like a little bit of activity, but it's like I spent so much time with you guys, and we went raiding, and I got everybody killed, but it was fun, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you had a good time. Yeah. yeah, I had a good time. You wonder you, why they're scattered to the winds. <laughs> you, you, you guys, uh, you, you guys going and grabbing my body several times. Yeah, um, <laughs> man, EverQuest is free to play. It's like a whole different game now. It's weird. I want to like start a new character, <laughs> but I have other games to play. So, 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 why not? Um, the your your thing about like journey being a metaphor for life that's really interesting ben i think yeah. um have you heard of or played a game called passage no um i'm going to drop a link into the robot here um is it the one where you just walk forward yes oh and, and, so good and to say anything else about it would be a spoiler of it but it's uh, it's it's very much akin to what you said uh, is it anything like Go Right, the Aqua Teen Hunger Force game? <laughs> no, no. Is it anything like Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Uh, what was that golfing game they did? Oh, God. I forgot about that game. <laughs> I beat the game Go Right, by the way. I'm very proud of that. Oh, well, what? I shouldn't, I shouldn't be proud, but I am proud of that fact. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how far right did you go? Uh-huh. How, how far right did you go? Till the end, <laughs> I, I went all the way right. <laughs> as and far there, right there as is possible. an end. There is, in fact, an end. Yes. Yep. Huh. What, what did you get? Or, or is that kind of part of your pride? Is it's <laughs> they probably berate you? They probably <laughs> yeah. berate you for getting to the end, which they should. But that's true. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't remember if you get anything or not. But yeah. I remember. Well, I thought I was really wise because after the first minute of the game, I just held something down on my right arrow key on my computer. Then I walked away and went and did something else. And then I came back and then at the halfway marker for how far you have to walk right, 
there's this little pit that you fall into if you're just if you're just holding the right button. Oh no! And so you literally have to wait until you get to the middle, jump over that, and then continue going right from there. It's like a it's like desert bus. Yeah, yeah, where where your alignment's off, and if you just if you just uh, hold down the A button, it'll like veer you right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's the game that I'm going to introduce to my grandchildren. <laughs> Go right or Come desert here, bus. Hey, you want to see the stupid shit we did? <laughs> you like your life right now, right? Here, play this. <laughs> it doesn't always get easier. Um, <laughs> so, so, so anyway, yeah, metaphor for life. Also, this is you'll see this Cole. The mountain kind of looks a little bit suggestive, perhaps. Okay. If you if you look at a poster, you know what I mean. I don't I don't want to expand on it any further. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um. All right. So that that was one game that I had played this last week. That is the most recent of the games that I had played. Um. I also bought and downloaded Flower and played Flower. So. This perhaps is not the most up-to-date podcast since that game came out it what, never five is. years it's, ago or so. Our, our, um, head, our headline image last week was Silent Hill Three. We're not, we're not, we're not cutting edge here. We can, we can dip back. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, no, I, I wanted to play that game though before I played uh, Journey, and so I thought that would be a good experience. Um, and no, it you know it was a great game. I had played I think <laughs> half of the game. Uh, before I had bought it and downloaded it, um, but it's still just such a it's a, a it's just a nice relaxing experience, and it's kind of hard to describe. Um, it's you know it's really it's unlike any other game experience, pretty much. Uh, and yeah, so I mean, I think both of these games uh, by that game company you should try. I guess those are. Those are the only two PS3 games they've done. They did Flow before Flower, but that was PC, I believe. Flow's on. Uh, no, that, that's was, on that was on PS3. I thought that that was they? like all. It was all um, motion control, like tilt control. Oh, was it? Yeah, which I think was it was passable, but I don't think it you know really added much. I was going to ask if anyone had played it because I know that's kind of the the black sheep that I don't hear people talk about much when they talk about that game company so 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 flower that that has like uh some some like deeper or hidden or let's say subtle thematic and narrative like yeah. overtones undertones to it yeah i figure i figure we can pull the dress up on this one it's been out for five or six years with, at least with the kimono so. Sorry, <laughs> please yeah <laughs> um no, I mean, yeah, that game seems to be more about uh, talking about the kind of tension point between city life and enjoying nature and how they, one kind of restricts the other. Um, but it's a, it's a beautiful game. The first three levels, you just spend uh, frolicking around. All the controls are very minimalistic. You press a, any button and it can, it blows this flower pedal that you control and then you tilt the controller in any direction and that controls where you fly um and so your objective for each level is just basically flying by flowers uh if you fly by a flower it'll blossom it'll play some sort of musical note that goes along with whatever music is going in the background and then another pedal will be added to your trail of petals um so yeah it's just a very uh soothing experience uh (laughs) 
Yeah, it's quite relaxing. Um, yeah, no, it's a great game. Uh, I guess I won't talk about the second half of the game since that's kind of where the the story arc takes place. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's a beautiful game too. Uh, again, it's a very emotional experience. It's uh, and again, uh, the same article that I referenced before. Um, one of the questions they had asked the one of the persons from uh, that game company was it how he felt about the length of both Journey and Flower, and that it's only you know a two or three hour game tops. And he was saying how you know like that's how long a movie is. Like that's how long adults want to play video games. Uh, and how he referenced that some of his friends did not want to play. They didn't even purchase Skyrim because they knew it was too long of a game and they just didn't want to get invested in it. Holy shit. That's like Mm -hmm. the most intelligent thing I've ever heard. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just give it, give it some time In five years you'll be thinking the same thing. But, uh, but you know, that was an interesting point. And they, and they talked to, uh, his counter argument was that, you know, plenty of games have filler in it and it's kind of a, a lot of games put in artificial length, uh, with the idea of like leveling up or, uh, you know, I don't know. There's some games that I guess we all know have filler to it, depending upon what games we play, but, um, mm-hmm. their games don't really have that. Um, they kind of get the point across pretty quickly and, uh, pretty concisely, but they do it well too. So both, both flower and journey, they're both pretty great experiences. If you haven't played either of them, uh, I broke down in to play both of these games. I had picked up one of those uh, like credit cards or whatever, those like throwaway credit cards. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, like a like a Visa gift card kind of thing. Yeah, I picked up one of those and entered that information into the PS3 account so I could get both <laughs> of those. And yeah, so I got a $25 one can get you both games because I think uh, Flowers $10 and Journey is $15. You, you know that you can go to like a gas station and get like a PSN card, right? Yeah, I was well, say. I guess I could do that then. I didn't know that. No. Yeah, no, they they, they sell them uh, lots of places. Actually, you'd be surprised. Okay. Um, and one thing, perhaps to entice both of you, <laughs> is w- one thing I noticed with Journey is uh, the feeling of it uh, reminded me very heavily of Shadow of the Colossus. You know, that was that was what I was going to say. I didn't want to be the obvious person to say it. Okay. Um. I would, but, really, I would really be inter- interested in doing like a spoiler cast on that with you guys if we if we could agree to play it. Um, yeah, you know, I, I know that my our follow through is 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 isn't that great. We don't have to be current on it either. Um, but uh, that 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 is one that I will commit to playing through. Um, it's it is not a long game. You can beat it in a night for sure. Okay. I'd, I'd, okay, so uh, a game that in a, for for a normal person to beat in a night, it'll probably take me like three. But even that's not too huge of an investment. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for journey, for me, it's a question of when, not if. So we can definitely do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, Dennis, obviously, you're the bottleneck. You're the weak link here, but we'll discuss that and, uh, we'll, we'll save that for, <laughs> we'll save that for a couple of, uh, couple of roads down. Uh, after Cole, some... you just made this bad boy a race. <laughs> yeah. I know. He called you out, dude. <laughs> I know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I still have to edit a TDRK. Fuck. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man this is a good time um uh, yeah so you you, ha- you have uh sufficiently enticed me ben you know flowers just one of those games that i've that, that i've intended to play i mean coming to the ps3 game you know so so late 
there there are a lot of like downloadable games on the system that like I'm really really interested in playing. But if yeah. I were to, but if I were to go out and like get them, I would like seriously drop like a like a buck fifty on DLC games that I would probably end up not playing for a year. Yeah, <laughs> like I'd oh, love yeah. to play the Siren, like the the episodic Siren game that they put out. I'd love to play a, a bunch of pixel pixel junk games, Eden and Shooter, uh, chief most among them. Um, you know, does it does it make me a horrible person if I just don't get pixel junk? Like I don't like their games. No, no, Maybe that's per- I, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> okay, that's I've I've just I've tried so many of their demos and I've you know I've played a bunch of different ones because I was like okay maybe I just don't like this one, but I I. I, there's something about their games that I don't like. Hey, you know, you're perfectly within your right. You know, you're better than 95% of the people who ate 100% of things, 100% of the things in this world. You've actually tried it. So that's, <laughs> that's your prerogative. Yeah, that's, that's fair. So. And it's not, it's not like a, a hostile thing. Like I don't, I don't wish them ill. I just, I, you know, <laughs> it's indifferent. It's like, it's like that guy that, that is, is you know, a friend of all your friends and seems really cool, but you just, you can never really strike up a good conversation with him. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know that cause I'm that guy for a lot of people, but um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's two for you, Ben. What's your, uh, what's your third one? Um, as a side note first, uh, yeah, if you ever want to play siren, I would be down for playing that game as well because I've been interested in playing that game, but I never got around to purchasing it, but yeah. It cool. looks scary and it fun. It looks amazing. So. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it episode by episode. So uh, I'd be down if you're down. I mean, it's not a multiplayer thing, but uh, as something we can discuss. That, that that is something. It's a it's a ways out. Once we get into backlog season, like once we get into like the sum, the summer months. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's All right. uh, that, well, that, that's when I'm gonna you know try and get there. But there okay. are, there are uh, pressing new releases that I need to get through. So. Okay. Game game three of three, uh, following in the trend of bite-size uh, games that are released on, uh, I don't know, networks? PSN? Not purchased it, on a physical disc. Yeah. Limbo is the third oh, game that I played. Limbo. Nice. So good. Oh, You've wow. gotten like a, a week of the best gaming has to offer, Holy man. shit. It, well, you know me, how I don't. I usually like full game experiences, you know. Yeah, this I mean, was this was a week where I broke down, so I let in all the, you know, I looked at the creme de la creme of games that are bite size. And here, here, here's the crazy thing, Ben: you played three games, not a single one of them has a line of dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, look at that! That's like yep. a hat trick. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. None of them do. Um, Limbo's at the opposite end of feeling that uh, that flower or journey <laughs> provides, whereas those games can be very emotionally fulfilling and, uh, I don't know, just beautiful. Limbo is very dark. It is it's quite a – have you guys both played this game? I've played it I to completion. Not. Okay. What, uh, what platform did you play it on, Ben? PC. PC, okay. Again, breaking my traditions all over the place. <laughs> but uh, but no, incredibly dark game, uh, puzzle game, uh, monochromatic. I guess uh, it's uh, you know white and black and every shade in between. Um, but yeah, no, it's you play as a boy, uh, and you are walking right, and <laughs> you walk right through a bunch of things. Um, 
no, it's a it's a you know it's a beautifully dark game. Uh, it's made by a I think a Danish company. Uh, but um, I you know I don't know what it's about. I've tried looking up like meanings of what it's about, <laughs> but it just has very dark tones. All the puzzles, uh, instead of like failing at a puzzle, like oh you know I mistimed it and then I lose or whatever. Instead of that, anytime you fail, you die a very graphic death. So like more graphic than a little boy ought to. Yes. <laughs> it's something like it'll show you be impaled or it'll show you be dismembered or it'll show you, you know, it's, it's quite graphic, um, which probably adds to, I don't know, some sort of story that they're trying to put across. I, I don't understand what exactly they're trying to say. I tried to read up about it today, but have I you, think, have you beaten the yes, game? Yes. Yes. Oh, you you still don't know? I mean, I I could not find a so perhaps if you could share a link of me of of what the storyline means, I'd be open for that. But I, I, okay, no, no, I I I realize I said that and I immediately felt like the biggest fucking douche in the world. Like you you don't know what that <laughs> means? No, no, I just uh I, I I thought it was apparent. I can't find any kind of like any kind of any any kind of like decisive decisive link of what of what that is, but. You could you could read the name. Yeah, that's and that's what everybody does. <laughs> Everyone references like, oh, it's called Limbo, so he's in Limbo, you know, like, and that's probably what it is, I guess. But it's it's. I mean, the story is very minimalistic, um, and it's the amount of information they give you. It's I don't know. There's very there's very few details that they give you. Um, it's so much so that. The one other, well, there's a couple different people you see throughout the game, but the one person you see at the end, you don't know who the person is. They have not given you enough information so that you don't know. So, I mean, I don't know. So, the game is very vague, but it is definitely a unique experience. And as far as puzzles go, um, and as far as platformers go, I mean, this is one of the best design games I've played in a while. Um, all the puzzles. For the most part, you will not get on the first try. You have to figure them out. It's not um, probably not as thought intensive as Braid. Uh, Braid perhaps had more head scratching moments than this one did, but there's still plenty of times where uh, this one tests your your uh, agility on the keyboard. But uh, yeah, no, it's a fantastic game. I finally get what the what the spider's about, which I had heard referenced before. Um. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a good game. It was very well done. So it yeah. was a it was a great experience. I'd consider it essential. You know, for for the for the four hours that it will take you to beat it. Um. Yeah, it's it's really good. I mean, even just for the visual presentation alone. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, if if we wrap back around to our discussion before, I would wager that those are three games that if you pick up and play twenty five years from now. Not that you'd be able to find them anywhere, but God, uh, that if you played 25 years from now, they'd they'd still hold every ounce of of uh, power and, and merit that they have right now. Yeah. I almost think like Limbo more so than yes. uh, than Journey or uh, than than Journey or uh, what, am I, what am I thinking of here? Flower, Flower, Flower. Um, like and maybe maybe Flower more so than Limbo, and I say that purely from like a graphical representational um, kind kind of uh, kind of thing. Uh, 
or not not representational, but presentational um, aspect. And, you, you know, I always go back to EverQuest 2 versus uh, World of Warcraft. Which one looks better today? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, Wind Waker versus Twilight Princess. Which one will look better in 10 years? Um, Twilight Princess. Well, I'm, okay. <laughs> Aesthetic. Does, God, God damn it. Um, so, <laughs> okay. Aesthetic aversion to cell to cell shading aside, stylized almost always uh, almost always wins out over over, over you know real accuracy. Yeah. yeah. You know. So just, are, you, are you saying that that um that journey is is not stylized? Oh, journey is super stylized, but I think that I think that there's more room for it to look bad. I think I think that yeah. I think that they're doing more. <laughs> there there are more. Okay, there there are more like moving parts on this machine. There that 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 would that would rust. You know, yeah, over a long period of time. I'd agree with that too. The way Limbo is done is it's perfect for how it is. It's they they're not going for you know since it's like a two dimensional game, you're not going to get any more accurate than the spider that they had in that game. You know what I mean? Like right, and yeah. because and because it's as like because it's all sil- like it's all literally silhouette, grayscale, and like playing with focus. Like yeah. they 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 represent distance by playing with focus. Yeah, you know. Yeah. That's true. So, so they, they they would all hold the same amount of power, but I think that like as far as of those of those three games, which are very much of the same stripe, um, you know, Limbo Limbo would be up there with Braid as far as like holding its own in a uh, in, in in some kind of like museum, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember going to going to a museum and playing uh, playing uh, the old Lunar Lander game, the Atari one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I played that at Space Camp when I was a kid. You went to space camp? I did. In awesome. Huntsville. Why am I not surprised? Uh, <laughs> I went and I was back at the same place with David. Really? At space yeah. camp? Well, we drove by it, but yeah. Awesome. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, those are uh, those are those are all good games, man. You brought the ruckus. I i I I hate to repeat the same phrase, but Ben, you 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 came correct. Yep. Don't expect anything from me for another two or three weeks, though. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so, do we do we uh, want to talk about what's on our minds? Sure. Real we quick, can. let's just go. Yeah, out. Sure. we we cover. Yeah, we covered a whole bunch of that in the in the in the <laughs> section. So, I mean, but yeah, like, you know, new, you know, game, game news wise. Uh, do you want me to get us get us uh, started off? Uh, I, can I start us off? Yeah, please. Have you guys seen the uh, the Fark or the Cry Engine three yet? I have not. It's the you know the Crisis Engine or the yeah Crytek Cry Crytek. Yeah, they released a video for the their third engine today, or oh, I don't know if it was today or not, but I saw it today. I'll mm. I'll just send a link, it, but it looks beautiful. Just the different uh, the amount of detail that they have, the people that they have on the engine. Yeah, it looks amazing. Oh, my computer might have just crashed. So that's how good the Crytek 3 engine is. Just by talking about it, it made my computer crash. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, I'm looking at still shots. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's always this this thing that comes up whenever, whenever, like... uh, 
we hit kind of the zenith or the plateau of a of a console generation or a techno or you know with pcs it's a little bit it's a little bit different because it's like tech technology generations you know uh mostly dictated by video cards and processors and things like that like when are the graphics like good enough you yeah. know like oh they're good enough now it's you know it's like yeah you know, it's just like whatever but yeah. like for 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 a lot of reasons we've like been perpetually saying that you know yeah and, and and it's just one of those things like where you can say that like yeah the, the 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 gains that we've had over the past like console generation at least maybe haven't been in fidelity but it like they've they've definitely been in uh and i and i can only think of like dead rising as like the first most compelling case for the xbox 360 as like look at how many things we can have moving on the screen at once yeah yeah you know and all you have to do is like look at the wii version of dead rising where it's like four zombies on the screen at once and it's like it completely takes away like what was like what was great about this and that is proof that like these more powerful engines this more powerful technology is you know it's important to different kinds of games it lets you do new shit yeah yeah you know dark souls you couldn't do that like you couldn't have that big seamless no loading world you know a generation ago Mm mm-hmm (laughs) <laughs> you know i remember what, that was what about shadow of the Colossus? exactly okay oh yeah shit never mind um so <laughs> well i was i was about to say i mean not to the same extent as shadow of the colossus but that was what really sold me on the um ps2 is when i finished playing jack and daxter and only then realized that i hadn't looked at a single loading screen it's true blew my mind I mean, mm. and, th- and that doesn't that doesn't have anything to do with the way that it looks, <laughs> you know. But it, no, has, it, it has so much to do with the way that it plays and your experience with it. Yeah, mm. I think it's a, a very interesting time. Like, y- you got to see this with early to some extent still today, but I think it's plateaued. But with movie making, right? Is that as new technology came out, you were able to do more and more and more with a camera and and with special effects, etc. Um, I'm sure there was the same kind of arms race with uh, with sound, and I'm sure there was the same kind of arms race way back when with like painting uh, techniques and stuff. Whereas, you know, I think we're we're getting to live through that exact same sort of thing with video games. You know, there is, there is a parallel, and I'm gonna go film. I'm gonna go film geek. Um, yep. The- <laughs> Here we go. Um, back when color technology, like you know, was new for film, you know, you had a, you had basically the the, the big watershed moments for that, where where it wasn't like just experimental, like proof we could do this, but like you know, like Kodak got involved and like, okay, you're going to shoot on these three types of film and you're going to make this thing. You had, you know, you, you had The Wizard of Oz, and you had uh, Gone with the Wind, both of which came out in the exact same year. Okay. And both of those are masterpieces. They are, you know, persistent and they will live throughout human history. Uh, there's, there, mm-hmm. there's, there's no doubt about that. Okay. But pretty soon after that, and this was actually a big era for the, for, for, for the musical as well. Um, a lot of directors who didn't have any kind of like tact and didn't quite understand like what the, what the benefit of that technology was said, God damn it, if we're paying for this color film, we're going to make this as saturated 
and as like way overcolored as possible. So you had a bunch of these really, really awful films in the era of like color, like Hollywood films, where like they had the budget to do it. They didn't have nearly the st- the sticking power as like the black and white films that went on, you know, throughout the forties. You know, Wizard of Oz and uh, Gone with the Wind. That those came out in like nineteen thirty nine. And black and white film, to a certain extent, you know, from smaller, you know, you know, from smaller houses from smaller production houses you know those went on into the into the 50s for god's sake but you had these big Mm -hmm. ones that were you know popcorn films you know color essentially became like uh like 3d was today or is today or was a couple years ago right where i was like this film in color well does it need to be or you know etc etc so bringing that into like you know the, the 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 current generation you could probably compare that to like light bloom and you could probably compare that to, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, like everything being gray or God rays or, you know, things like that. You know, you, you, you get this you get this point where this new technology comes out and these developers, you know, the, the, the ones that don't have a lot of tact, they come through and they're like, Jojo, the Indian circus boy with a pretty little pet. And they just pet it and they crush it and they love it and then they kill it. <laughs> <Tommy boy>. um, <laughs> I really appreciate the Tommy Boy reference. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And, you know, so, so you have these, you have these people that are making the technology, your epics, you know, with, uh, with the unreal engine and then Crytek, obviously, although not as many people utilize the cry, the cry engine as, uh, as unreal. Unreal is more of the, 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 the industry standard, but they make these tools and they say, go forth and do what you will with it. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but you mentioned film that I, and I had to set the record straight. So I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It is no, but we get to see that same kind of progress and that's kind of cool. It is, you know, you think progress marked is on. It does. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm anxious about what, uh, about what the next generation of consoles, uh, holds in store because up until now, like the, 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 the next generation of consoles has always been dictated by what happened in PC in PCs five years ago, you know, mm-hmm. like when, uh, when, when, when the Xbox 360 came out, the Xbox 360 to this day still has 512 megabytes of, uh, or, or yeah, megabytes of, of RAM. Okay. And the computer that I built to run Half-Life had 512 megabytes of RAM. That was in 2004. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, 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 it has a, you know, AMD processor or AMD GPU, all this, all this stuff. It's like a dual core, you know, processor kind of thing. And so you have all, you know, all these more powerful computers, but everybody's been developing for the console for this lower, for this, for, for this, you know, lowest common denominator kind of thing. I think the only time that that, you know, it's kind of really extended above that has been things for like the Witcher two or for battlefield. Mm-hmm. Um, but like there's never been a time right now where the market leader and the technology leader has been has has been the console. So they're the for for the first time they're the ones who are kind of leading the tango, and and we're and we're going to be heading into these weird kind of places where you know maybe Nintendo had the right idea and it's going to be this lateral step into like different ways of interacting or different you know different modalities for like how you treat this box that's in your you know like the room. like the Star Wars mm-hmm. Connect. <laughs> <laughs> maybe i mean it beeps it beeps like r2d2 <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm very upset with the star wars connect yeah but go ahead it looks awful it looks <laughs> so bad <laughs> um can i do mine because i really don't have an all i really don't have a lot to say about it except that i'm i'm upset sure i actually don't have one so okay well i'll say this and you can and you can and you can think too so okay um no uh they recently announced a version of dark souls for the pc Huh. Um, oh. 
Uh, and the problem is there's like a bunch of additional content that they're, that they're putting into it, like new bosses, new areas, new dungeons, new everything. So you have the base dark souls and then all this other stuff that you can go and explore. And like, it's going to like branch off of things that were apparently dead ends in the previous game where it's like, Oh cool. This is a little optional area, but there's not much to do here. It's going to go off of that. It's like, <laughs> so I mean, you're going to play this game again then? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm working my way through my second playthrough already, but, but like it, it upsets me because I don't know if from software has any kind of plans or intentions to release this as DLC for the Xbox. I don't know if they have any intention to, you know, to, 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 to if, if they released the, you know, director's cut of dark souls, I would buy it, you know, side yeah. unseen. <laughs> I'd get it in order to play it again and see this extra stuff. But uh, they they announced it. It's got like multiplayer, like matchmaking and stuff too for PvP, which is neat. I'm not I'm not a huge PvP guy. Um, it's it's neat when it happens, like when you just you know when you encounter it. I don't seek it out. Um, but again, it's you know these these uh these these, these features. Um, it's gonna be coming out like this sometime this summer. I really really hope that there's you know some kind of outcry that there's you know some kind of support to get this uh, to get this content brought in from software. In the past, has been very. Um, has been very reticent, has been um, unwilling to do DLC for their games. But if this stuff is is you know if it's if it's robust enough, it'd be it'd be awesome if they could bring it to console. If they could bring it to the people who you know made their game a surprise hit uh, in the first place. And yes, that is me getting indignant. And yes, that is me making an appeal <laughs> to like you guys used to be cool, man. We were there from the start. <laughs> Get pissed. <laughs> Honestly, I, I feel like there's enough dollar signs behind this one that it's got to happen, right? Like they'll, they'll put it as DLC. I hope so. Just make it, make it, do, do it like you did for Skyrim. Make it a $30 expansion pack. That is perfectly fine. I, I, I understand it. If, if there's a way to do it, if there's a way to patch it in. Um, but I, I want it. I, I want it so bad. Please give it to me. I'll do anything. <laughs> I'll do horrible things. Um, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but but, uh, but yeah, I don't have a Windows PC. Okay, I have a Windows partition on this computer. I have a I have a, a, a shitty laptop from seven, you know, from five years ago that couldn't possibly run this. You know that that's a, that has that has a Windows on it. So I can't like I I can't part I can't partake I can't participate. This is the only time where that where that void is uh, is, is very apparent to me. It's really interesting to see. Even apart from the whole like releasing it on PC versus on consoles thing, the the way that DLC is be being approached, I feel like that uh, people are getting more and more creative with ways to wring money out of us. And I, I understand that you know used games, blah blah, this poor poor Activision, right? But um, <laughs> they they really it kind of it does kind of piss me off that they they're getting more and more creative with with how to dole this stuff out in a way that kind of puts us at, at the most uh, disadvantage. But is it, I don't know, is it, is it doling it out and is it ringing if you're absolutely 100% willing to do it? That's an excellent question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, like I said, as I said, if, if, they, if they price this at $30 and made it, you know, uh, a 500 meg download that you just got and then added on, just like with uh, with Oblivion and with the Shivering Isles. Love that. It's still, you know, it's like the best part about that game, I think. Um, you, you know, just uh, any of the Mass Effect DLC. Fuck, Fallout DLC. I bought all the Fallout uh, New Vegas DLC when it was on sale. I haven't played a single minute of it, but I, know, I love that I have it. 
You, you know, I just, <laughs> there, there, there's, there's a way to do it right. And there's a way to do it wrong. And yes, you say Activision and that's kind of an appeal towards, you know, yeah, people hate Activision cause they exploit things. Um, but, uh, I don't know where I was going with that. I, I guess it goes back to the question. Is it ringing it out if you're 100% willing to do it, if it's a good product, if it's something that you love? I, I mean, Dark Souls, you know, probably one of my favorite games of the past five years. You know, it's, 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 it's you mm-hmm. know, as I get perspective on it and as I get away from having just recently played it, it is ascending in the pantheon of, like, excellent experiences that are going to stick with me for a very long time to come. Yeah, I, I guess as long as the original feels like a complete game, right? Then you're then you're on a uh, safe ground. Yeah, I mean, and I, and I can understand like legitimate, you know, like, like people with uh, Mass Effect Three and the uh, the From Ashes DLC. I won't spoil, you know, what it is, but it gets you a character, and it's very very important for people who are invested in any of the history of the of of the of the, of the world. Yes, that is a way for them to add ten dollars onto the onto the uh, um, you know price of the game. You know that that's that's kind of scummy and that's kind of you know bad. I but but again, I willingly paid it. I willingly bought it. You know, first day, day <laughs> one. You know, I didn't touch that content. I didn't touch that content for like a week. <laughs> so, so it's like it's hard. It's hard for me to gauge because I'm you know hook line and sinker. I know that I know that you're Ben. You're you're kind of you know wary of DLC in general. You know, I just said you're you're probably going to be more receptive to, to to what Dennis is throwing down than I am. So I won't monopolize this. I'll I'll cede the floor to you. Well, all I was I kept thinking about Arkham Arkham City. No DLC necessary. <laughs> Fantastic game. They gave you all you needed, and there were Easter eggs in it. And yeah, they didn't charge you more than the sixty bucks it cost. They did. I mean. I, they did take measures to uh, give exclusive content to the people who paid the full price to the game. Like there were the uh, the one-time only uh, codes you could put in for like playing as Catwoman or things like that or whatever, you know. I'm fine with that sort of stuff because I, I feel like you should invest in the video game and, you know, pay the 60 bucks to play it for the first time. But uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I... I've never played Dark Souls, so I'm not invested in that story. But uh, I think game companies should make a complete game uh, and sell it for an appropriate price. And I think uh, Journey did that as well. You know, they sold their game for fifteen dollars. I think that's a fair price for the experience they give you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. 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 Nobody's arguing. I guess uh, just that, that that people who don't do that, and, unless it's going to be some kind of like free to play, like you down. Uh, like, and this happens a lot in mobile space, but like. Uh, look at draw something, right? Like the the the, the free version, you you download that, but you have to pay more to get extra colors or something like that, right? I I, I bought it, so I don't I don't know what the free version looks like. Yeah, well, and maybe that's a double standard, but I, I think of the the kind of free to play universe and where they're they're kind of coming to you and saying, like, hey, this is what it's going to be uh, on a whole different plane. Yeah. I just don't want them to lock me out of these places. I want to go explore this. I want to see more of this world. I'm so, I'm so invested in it. I love it. You know, I don't want to watch this on YouTube and just cry. I, all, all I can think of is before, uh, before, <laughs> before uh, Rock Band came out, uh, and, and people who got it early, you know, and they were and they were putting up like streams and videos of them playing it. I would sit there with my Guitar Hero controller in hand, and I would watch <laughs> the charts as they came down, and I would play the songs along with the charts as they came as along. That is psychotic. <laughs> 
psychotic. That is sad. That is like that that's is, pretty that, sad, dude. That's that, that's like that's like I don't have a friend, so I'm going to throw this ball against this wall because nobody will play catch with me. That's like that 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 it's that level of that. I don't want to be that when this stuff happens and I'm looking at like, oh man, I would love to explore this dungeon. Oh shit, that spear came out of nowhere. Oh, he's dead. Oh boy. Let's see how he reacts to it next time. Oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that person. But I will be that person if they don't bring it to goddamn Xbox. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I get passionate. Uh... I get passionate. Did you, did you catch this week's DTR? Yeah, Cole had a nervous breakdown and just ended in screaming. And I'm not sure they got it published. Yeah. Did you, did you hear the last episode of DTR? They committed him. Um, no. <laughs> no. Um, how about you, Dennis? Did you manage to find something? What's on your mind? It doesn't have to be a news story. Um, this is this is pathetic, but this is the most interesting thing that I could come up with in the limited amount of time. Um. The IGN has started televising um, gaming events, uh, and their their latest one um, broke or reached three hundred and fifty thousand concurrent viewers. Um, wow. I just I just bring that to light. I, I actually tuned into the event. I think it was South by Southwest, and they had this big uh, you know fighting game tournament that I watched uh, along with some other things. But uh, I think it's really cool just to see. Um, it kind of exploding outside of Korea, <laughs> um, that getting you, people's attention and, uh, and video games being seen as uh, a legitimate source of entertainment that, uh, you know, you can do it, not so much, you know, going pro or not, but just that it's mainstream enough that there's an audience for it of that size. Yeah. 350,000. I think that's more than idle guts. Yeah. It's, it's pretty intense. Uh, and I would I would be very interested to see um, you know how long it takes for pro gaming to to work its way onto you know uh, network television. I think they've tried. Um, I remember back in my childhood uh, there was a there was a program called Nick Arcade. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just made a reference to early 1990s Nickelodeon uh, programming where they nope. were, were it, straight over my head. Sorry. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just uh, I I, te- I tend to kind of scoff at professional gaming and and uh, that 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 kind of stuff in in, in general, uh, which is which is reductive and stupid of me. But I just you 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 get people like you know fatality who are going around marketing special gloves and glasses for playing games competitively and gamer fuel, you know gamer grub kind of stuff. <laughs> oh sure, all that is all that is is you know dumb. But you got to admit if if you've ever watched a fighting game. Uh, between two people who really know what they're doing, I mean, it's to me, it's more exciting than a boxing match because um, it's it's faster and it's more more. Uh, and I know anyone who's interested in boxing would scream at me, right? But it's it's more accessible and people and it's, enter it's brain more, damage uh, rather entertaining to watch for, by virtue of it being more over the top. They enter how, brain how dare you call waiting. gaming fuel dumb? <laughs> 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 It's my bread and butter. <laughs> bread and butter gaming fuel. It's flavored. Uh, Fla- flavored corn poofs. No, you're... <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what, uh, what fighting game were they playing, if I, if I, if I can ask? Uh, I'm looking it up. Let's see. Uh, finals for Korea's... Oh, maybe this was a different event. Um, so IPL4 took place at the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas last month. Uh, hosted the finals for Korea's Global StarCraft Team Leagues. 
It was StarCraft. <laughs> that uh, is not a fighting game, sir. That that's a uh, that's a change of uh, of pace there. A sold out crowd of ten thousand live spectators with three hundred fifty thousand uh, remote viewers. Wow, interesting. I've never tried watching StarCraft. I've I've never played StarCraft. Give it. Uh, it'll it'll break. I'll be it, but you know, it'll break your. Might mind. be worth checking out. Like there, there, there's, there's so much not to watch. There, there might as well. I mean, I'm, be, I'm being serious. There might as well just be yeah. like a split screen, like what's happening on the screen, and then what their hands are doing on the keyboard. That would be more interesting to me, because like the, the cursor is moving around and doing everything, but there's so much happening in their, in their hands that is not being televised on the screen. Mm-hmm. That, that, that just like this, it's, it's a, it, it transcends to like they're playing an instrument almost. You know, I you know what I would be interested in is is kind of like a, a highlight reel thing where it's a relatively high production summary of the game where they actually kind of um, do a little bit of color commentary or kind of walk you through the different strategies that happen, but just take you through the highlights of a, a match. I, I could see that being really interesting. But what this gets at is it's it's fun to watch people who are good at something, right? Oh yeah, not to be not to be simplistic, but. It's it's fun to watch people who are good at something. I could never play. I, I suck at fighting games. <laughs> Last fighting game I was any good at was Virtua Fighter Two on the Sega goddamn Saturn. Um, but <laughs> but uh, to watch people do that, it's like, oh, that's neat. I, I would never have the patience to do that. Just like I would never have the I would never have the uh, the physical wherewithal or even let's be honest, your constitution or fortitude to play professional football. But I can watch professional football for five minutes until my patience runs out. I'd be like, oh, those people are. I, I would be really hurt if I was in that situation, <laughs> right? <laughs> so there's, I mean, just like it's. You know, you you watch you you watch professional sports and you admire athleticism, and you watch you know quote unquote pro gaming for for for, for as laughable as that kind of is, um, you know, in order to kind of appreciate their dedication, I would say not that athleticism isn't isn't a kind of dedication on on on, on its own, but it's stuff that you can't do. It's kind of like watching a speed run of your of your of, your, of, your, of like a game that you think is impossible, you know? Oh yeah yeah yeah. It's like you, you fall down a hole watching speed runs of like Mario World or whatever. But yeah, if, if, if I was flipping through the channels and I saw somebody playing Street Fighter Four, I probably wouldn't stick on it for very long. I'm going to be entirely honest. But that's that's just me. I don't know about you guys. Really? Maybe that surprises I me. I, dude, I'd, I'd be I'd be glued to it. Although I, then again, I enjoy watching poker. Oh, okay. So maybe I'm just that guy. You're coming at it from a different angle. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, I understand. I, I get you. I just, I, <laughs> I could hardly sit still long enough to do these programs, honestly. I'm like, I'm, I'm standing up and down. I'm pacing while you guys are talking. Um, it's, it's, it's a, it's oh, a good. Whole... I'm not the only one. I always pace during calls. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, it's not, it's not from lack of interest, but I can't sit still long enough to, long enough to, to appreciate anything for any kind of any kind of length, unless I'm falling asleep, I'll fall asleep watching golf. No problem. There, there are people who golf. The majority of people golf better than I do. That I will gladly fall asleep to on a Sunday afternoon watching them do it, appreciating it. But <laughs> that was episode number one hundred and forty-nine of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast about video games. We appreciate you so much. Uh, that you have taken the time to listen to us. Uh, other things that we would appreciate that you do. 
Um, email us at uh, donttreeriddle at duckfeed.tv or, or go to uh, duckfeed.tv slash contact in order to fill out our contact form. What I would like to hear from you um, is what you would like us to do for our 150th episode um, because that is coming up here in a week. Um, you know, so you'll have a little bit of time to get to us. I'll probably reach out to you on Facebook and Twitter. Um, I don't have any ideas, um, and I'll probably reach out to you, you know, to, to you two as well, um, about what, 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 you know, what we should do <laughs> for, for that to commemorate it, uh, as opposed to get sappy at the end. You know, I can get <laughs> sappy. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a proud man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Other things you can do, you can go to uh, iTunes and leave us a rating or a review. Uh, if you like us, you can tell your friends about us, and uh, you can check out the other shows on the DuckFeed.tv network. Uh, there's some funny stuff on there that we uh, that we recommend you listen to. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. I am at Cole Ross. That is K O L E R O S R O S S. Dennis, I am at D Furia, which is D F U R I A. And Ben, at Merkelizer. You're you're about to for your six month toot um, here like uh, late May I think yeah yeah okay yeah. I'll, I'll I'll set a reminder and uh, and things and I'll and I'll and I'll, I'll text you about it um, <laughs> follow them though, I'm just I'm just trying to build anticipation yeah no no it's good I like this it's a it's a nice it is a it is a very nice gimmick that you got going on I, I hesitate to call it the gimmick because it's more substantial than that but uh, I think that's all your homework uh, just in general continue being awesome and continue. Uh, being the lovely people that you are. So for DTR, this has been Cole Ross. Dennis Furia. And Ben Merkel. And uh, just, you know, take it easy. I got nothing. <laughs>